You know my Jesus is all. My Jesus is all. Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Our scripture reading today is Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17 to 25. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. The book of Hebrews ends with a benediction, reminding people who God is. God is the one who had the power to raise Jesus from the dead. The writer of Hebrews also reminds us who Jesus is. Jesus is the great shepherd of the sheep. He's the one who cares for us and keeps us in this eternal eternal covenant that he secured through his blood. Then after reminding us one last time of the power of God, and the ministry of Jesus. The writer of Hebrews prays to God and asks God that he would equip those who receive this letter with what they need. But he's very specific though. He doesn't ask God to equip the people to do whatever they want or whatever they feel incapable of accomplishing. He specifically asks that God would equip people to do the will of God and that they would accomplish the will of God in a way that is pleasing to God. Nowhere in the Bible does God promise us that he'll give us whatever we need to do whatever we want. He promises to equip us to do whatever he calls us to do. As we think about this, we need to realize that God's will does not always manifest in some sort of triumphalism. It doesn't always happen that we get whatever we want and we overcome. Sometimes God will equip us with the ability to succeed in our occupation. Sometimes he equips us to work our way up the company ladder. Sometimes he equips us with the brains to get a good job and a good education. But sometimes God equips us with stamina to keep getting passed over at work and still maintain grace. Sometimes he equips us with kindness as we're betrayed and persecuted by people we love. For the recipients of this letter... It specifically meant that God may equip them with strength to face imprisonment and possibly even death. If we are really committed to Christ's likeness, really committed to Christ's likeness, then like Jesus, the priority of our prayers will be for God's will to be accomplished in our lives and we'll want nothing less. We must be pliable in our prayers so that as we approach God, we're not insisting or suggesting on our will, but that we would surrender to His will. Our prayers need to be so aligned with the heart of God that our only desire is for God to accomplish His will in us and through us. Here's the question I want to leave you with as we wrap up this season. How would your prayers change if you only ask God to do in your life what was pleasing in his sight. 
what would need to be emphasized more, and what may need to be excised from your prayer life. When the beat of our hearts is devoted to the glory of God, then all we will accept is to do that which is pleasing to Him. As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this tell me about God? If God can raise Jesus from the dead, what is he not able to do? Not only does the writer of Hebrews highlight the power of God in the resurrection to show that this is the pinnacle of God's display of omnipotence, but also because it was when God brought something from nothing. It's obvious to see why the writer of Hebrews would point his readers to this. His purpose is that God does not need something to work with to make a situation better. He can bring something from nothing. God does not need a seed of competency to use someone. He doesn't need an amenable situation to start his plan into motion. God can override natural processes. He can demonstrate his authority and power over the forces of darkness. When we come to God to ask Him to help us accomplish His will, we are asking one for whom nothing can stand in His way. second question we want to ask is, what does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? The writer of Hebrews calls for readers to submit to the leadership of their church. Now first let me say, if you're not in covenant with a fellowship, with a local church, you cannot obey this command. But second, his challenge is not just for the people to surrender to the leadership of a church, but to make it a joy for their leaders to serve the body. Yes, you need to be a part of a local Bible-believing, gospel-preaching fellowship, but you also need to make sure that your presence there is one that enriches that fellowship, that your fellow believers are encouraged by all you do, that your Sunday school teachers, that the deacons of your church, the pastors of your church, take joy in the roles God has given them because of your support, because of your service, and because of your encouragement. The third question we want to ask is, what does this passage call me to do? The writer of Hebrews calls for people to act honorably in all things. What an ambition for life. That in everything we do, we act honorably. To be honorable in our marriage. To be honorable as parents. To work our jobs with honor. That we serve God in our churches with honor. That we're neighbors with honor. As we close this season, I want to encourage you to pray every day. Not just once, but throughout the day. That you would act honorably in all things, just like you're encouraged to here. We need to live in such a way that we can say with the writer of Hebrews, whoever he may be, that in all things we have a clear conscience because we've prayed and sought God's power that in all things we live honorably. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth and this season of Sanctified in Truth. Now, we're going to be back on December the 1st for a shortened season Next season, we're going to celebrate Christmas and the season of Advent by looking at the coming of Jesus and what his birth means. Until then, may everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. 
And whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth. <laughs>